welcome to another episode of the A-Punk Podcast. Today, I have the absolute pleasure of sitting down with Kayla Witzik, the PA Program Director for the Arrowhead Fellowship Program. Hello! Can you introduce yourself and your pronouns? Awesome. Hi, guys. I'm Kayla. Again, I'm the Physician Assistant OB-GYN Fellowship Coordinator at uh, Arrowhead Regional Medical Center here in Colton, California. My pronouns are she, her. So before we get started, why don't you tell the listeners a little bit about yourself, how you got to be in the position that you are? Yeah. So I originally grew up in Illinois, uh, did my undergrad there, and then moved out to Pennsylvania for two years where I went to PA school. And during my PA school experience, um, I was really excited about the OB-GYN block in our didactic year and was looking forward to clinical rotations in OB-GYN. And I had some pretty cool experiences. I came out to Las Vegas for a month and lived oh, there. Wow. Um, did my rotation at one of the university hospitals in Las Vegas and had a great time, a great preceptor there, and just really kind of confirmed that, yes, this is what I'm very interested in. And then I also had the experience of doing um, an elective rotation in OB-GYN in Costa Rica. Oh, my gosh. I went out there for a month. That's awesome. And, um, yeah, worked with the residents in the hospital there and got to use my Spanish experience, too. And just working with women in OB-GYN and using Spanish, like that just kind of confirmed like, this is my dream job. Like this is what I want to look for. So when as PA school is wrapping up, I realized that not many PAs go directly into the field of OB-GYN, uh, maybe like one to 2%. And it's actually hard to get in um, to find those positions if you don't have prior experience. So I somehow came across the opportunities for fellowships for physician assistants and just thought that it would be a great extra way to do some more training just before jumping into the job field on my own. And so I found that there was mm -hmm. the one here at Arrowhead in California and I applied there and I applied to some other emergency medicine programs as backup just because again, I wanted to do another year of kind of dedicated focus training before I went out and worked on my own. But thankfully, I got accepted to the fellowship program here at Arrowhead and moved out here in 2016 and did my year-long fellowship and then uh, stayed with the group on as staff, as a um, staff physician assistant uh, working on labor and delivery and in outside clinics um, doing like prenatal care visits. So that's awesome. So it's kind of like we get a we get a two for experience. We get your experience not only as the director, but also as a fellow of the program. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so that's I mean, it sounds like you, like you said, you went through the program. And then you is it something where the position for the director opened up and you said, you know what, I'm really passionate about the program. What kind of led you to be the, the OBGYN director? Yeah. So no, it wasn't that a position opened up. Well, I guess in a way a position opened up and I just happened to fall into that role. So the prior director who was directing mm -hmm. while I was going through the program, she got pregnant and um, had a couple of pregnancies and then just needed more time for her kids. And it was passed on to another one of the staff PAs who had been there a little bit longer than mm -hmm. I had been there. And then she again started having a family. So then they passed it on to me. There you go. <laughs> it was not 
quite ready to start having a family. So they thought I'd be around for a while. Yeah, they said, she's she's available. She's she's single. She's not going to have kids anytime soon. So let's choose her. I'm sure it is also because you're very capable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm very dedicated to the program. <laughs> and like you said, you're, you're working yeah. – um, a lot of PAs, I would say a majority of PAs, we go into medicine because we're passionate, right? And you said it yourself. You were, mm-hmm. you found the job, your dream job, the the area of medicine that you're most passionate yeah. about. And I think someone with that passion deserves to be on the spot that you're in. So that's awesome. Yeah. Well, let's dive a little bit into the program itself. Can you give us like a, a short little summary of what the Arrowhead program is like? Yeah. So – A little bit of background. The program started actually in 2004. It's about 20 years ago now. And it was created by our still current department chairman in OB-GYN, Dr. Valenzuela. And they have a medical residency at Arrowhead as well. But they, I guess back at that time in 2004, when it started, they were in need of some extra staffing. So he was trying to recruit, whether it was like nurse practitioners or midwives or looking for some kind of additional support. And he preferred like the physician assistants who were trained more of like the medical model rather than like those trained in the nursing model. But when he started to recruit physician assistants right out of school, he realized that Mm -hmm. they did not have the medical knowledge, skills, knowledge of OB-GYN needed to go right into working and being autonomous. So then he developed this training program where they would get that experience over time and eventually be much more competent and well-equipped to, you know, do routine OB care, do routine gyne care, do procedures. And then if opportunities arose for working on labor and delivery, they would have labor management and be able to assist in deliveries and those kind of skills. So that's mm-hmm. where it came from. He, he's filling, filling a need. Yes. <laughs> okay. And how long is, is the program? So the program is 12 months Mm -hmm. and it's not like one cohort is all started at once. We have start times. Mm -hmm. So applicants are able to apply at any time throughout the year. There's like rolling admissions and positions open kind of just Mm -hmm. as there are staffing needs to fill. So, you know, how many PAs do we need in this season? And then how many PAs, you know, applicants do we have interested? And we kind of try to fill those spots in that ways. Usually there's about two to four fellows per year. Um, Currently, we have two fellows who both started last fall. So they'll graduate this fall. And we're looking for another two to four to kind of fill their spots and then maybe add on an additional two as well. So it just, again, depends on the staffing needs, um, but applications are kind of open at all times. And we found that staggered start times have been helpful just in allowing, you know, certain fellows to get certain experience and then be able to eventually kind of learn to train like these newer oncoming fellows as well. Oh, okay. And that was like, that was my next question is when you're going through the program as a fellow, are you you working with the other fellows? Do you have a mentor? What sort of support do you have going through the through the program? Yeah. So I'm always available. Currently, I'm on labor and delivery three days a week and then have my own clinics two days a week. So kind of I try to be around and be helpful and, and to be there for support. But a lot of the training is actually done by either like, you know, myself or the staff PAs who are on labor and delivery at that time 
the residents, the OB-GYN mm-hmm. residents. Um, they're very crucial in training. Well, they were crucial in training me and they're uh, still crucial in training our current uh, PA fellows because I don't work in the clinics at Arrowhead. So when the PA fellows are working down there in the clinic, they're interacting with the residents who you know are helping them navigate the health record system and helping them you know, get comfortable with exams and, you know, figuring out what questions mm-hmm. to ask. And all of the patients that the PA fellow sees throughout the day are presented to either a resident on labor and delivery or the attending physician when they're seen in the clinic. So every case is run by another provider just so that there's oversight and nothing's being missed. And just because that's where the learning that we found is very crucial mm-hmm. in presenting your cases presenting your plans and then getting feedback and saying, oh, you should consider this or have you thought about this? Um, So that kind of interaction provides a lot of the learning. Okay. So it sounds almost like a – almost like a really extended rotation where you're you're in there, (laughs) you're working, but you're presenting, you're having that backup if needed. Yeah. Okay. Is there any kind of like didactic portion where you have presentations or research or, you know, anything like that? Yeah. So – the way that it works is um, there are some lectures. So usually every Thursday morning or once a week, Dr. Valenzuela will give a lecture to the PA fellows. I occasionally do lectures for the PA fellows. Every Wednesday morning, we have either some kind of OB topics review or a fetal heart rate tracing um, review of a case, a morbidity and mortality discussion case, perinatal grand round. So there's always some kind of conference that happens at least every Wednesday morning. And then throughout the week, there's there's some other cases and lectures and things like that that just kind of pop up as well. Okay. And as far as the like average work schedule, is it the standard shift schedule? Is there, you know, a nine to five clinic? What what can a fellow going through the program expect? Yeah. So the way that it works here at Arrowhead is on Monday and Wednesday in the outpatient clinics, it's gynecology related. And Tuesday and Thursday and Friday mornings are Mm -hmm. OBE related. So it just depends. We don't have for our fellows like, oh, you're on OB block this month and gyne block this next month. It kind of rotates throughout the days of the week. So most of the time, the PA fellow will be scheduled either one or two days on labor and delivery throughout the week. And then the other three or four will be in the outpatient setting in the clinic. And the PA work fellow works Monday through Friday, and typically a typical day is that they would come in around 6 a.m. and they would round on a couple of the postpartum patients uh, alongside the first-year residents or interns who are seeing patients as well. So they help with that, and then they write their notes um, at 6.30 a.m. is when the morning sign-out occurs. So that's when the night team um, of physicians passes out uh, it passes on the information to the day team coming on. And that's where the PA fellows present their cases and get approval to either discharge patients home or just review their, their plan for management of care while they're on postpartum. And then after that, after the discharges are done, after the postpartum patients are seen and taken care of, then either the PA fellow will go to the clinic if they're assigned there and clinic around 9, goes till about 4 or 5 p.m. And then if they're on labor and delivery, they stay there throughout the whole day. And then the evening sign out is at 5.30 p.m. 
And that's where the shift changes again. So they stay through sign out and typically leave around six. So roughly it's five 12 hour shifts, Monday through Friday. Previously, uh, PA fellows were also required to um, take call shifts on the weekends, but recently that has not been required. It's been optional. So you have the ability to have your weekends free if you so desire. Okay. What kind of sparked that change? More recently, we found that the applicants just felt that they needed more time for themselves, for um, self-care and for mental health. And I mean, when I went through, I actually, you know, took, I took the call and actually did extra call because I saw it as an experience. But yeah, I mean, if you have, you know, relationships or, you know, other things, it is hard to balance all of that if you're on the weekends as well. Mm -hmm. And it typically be like a 24 hour call on the weekend. So that just kind of takes out your whole next day as well because you're recovering. So I was going to say trying to recover. Gotcha. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I totally get where they're coming from and 12 Five 12 hour days are even long. So Okay. So it's it sounds like the the programs responded to the needs of at least the, the previous fellows. So that's good. Yeah, it's been it's been flexible. So good. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's good to hear. Thank you for for answering that. Now, I know a lot of people are curious, especially going from PA school, maybe straight into a fellowship, of if they're going to get more OR experience. Can you talk a little bit about that with this program? Yes. So with our program, the OR experience is mainly focused like on labor and delivery. So PA fellows will go back and assist in cesarean deliveries. Sometimes if there's like an ectopic case that comes in through triage and during the day the PA fellows around, they could possibly, you know, be present in that case as well. Uh, Unfortunately, we don't have PA fellows rotate through any of our gynecology services um, of surgery, just because those cases are reserved for the OB-GYN residents who are already trying to get their numbers. So the main surgical OR experience is through um, C-sections on labor and delivery, essentially. Gotcha. Okay. Well, thank you for the clarification. I know that's one thing that I, when I went through PA school, my clinical rotation in OB-GYN, it was mainly GYN heavy and I didn't get a whole lot of obstetrics experience. So I know when I was considering, you know, talking to you guys, I'm like, man, if I was going to a fellowship, I'd, I'd want to have a little bit more experience in the, the, um, OB like labor and delivery. So Mm-hmm. I wanted to at least ask and see, hey, what can we expect from that? And it makes sense. You know, I've talked to other programs and they yeah. too have to figure out a balance of, well, there's this whole other group of medical professionals who are also, you know, need right. that same experience. And it's it's a tough balance. Yeah. And we've just learned that we need to just be like open and upfront about that just mm-hmm. because they're coming in and they're expecting like, I'm going to be in gynecology surgery and that doesn't happen for them. Well, then they're upset. They feel mm-hmm. like they're aren't meant. So we we try to go over that in the beginning, just that that's not something we can physically provide. Not to say that if they have an interest into going into that in the future, I've had several mm-hmm. PA fellows who finish the program go into like gyne-onc surgery and assisting in gynecology surgery and other kind of surgical assists. And, you know, just the experience that they've had, whether it was just through C-sections and that OR experience has been helpful for them and has allow them to go into a more focused gynecology surgery job. So yeah. any OR experience can make it just that much more comfortable. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> now, um, what 
if any, is the financial compensation for the the fellowship program. Mm-hmm. Currently, our annual salary is seventy five thousand okay. for the twelve months. They're offered um, medical, dental, and vision insurance as well. The PA fellows also get a $200 cafeteria credit each month to spend on, you know, breakfast, lunch, or dinner at the cafeteria for food while they're working. So So a little bit bit of other benefits. (laughs) I haven't heard that one before. Yeah. Now, how – and you've sort – I feel like you've sort of answered this one, but how does the program support the fellows when they are in the program? Making sure that they they're learning all that they can learn, that they're successful when they when they graduate. Yeah, so we, Dr. Valenzuela and myself, meet at least quarterly with each PA fellow, and we kind of go over you know their strengths and weaknesses and how they feel like they're performing, and we gather information from you know the residents who are working alongside them, from the attending physicians who they're working closely with and presenting their cases to, and we try to give them that feedback as well. And just to see if they have any issues with the program, um, how they're feeling like they're being taught or learning and, and things like that. And, you know, even more so than quarterly, like they're always welcome to come up to me or email me or reach out to me if they have any concerns or, or questions or I guess, issues with the program that they want to discuss. Yeah. So it sounds like um, almost like an open door policy where you say, hey, we're here if you need it. Yeah. But, and we're, you know, doing standard check-ins. To make sure everything's okay in the meantime. To support one another too, which has really been great to see. Um, the two that we currently have work really well together. So okay. we like when that works out. That's great. It's always good to have someone going through it with you. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, lastly, what I usually end with the podcast is asking if you have any final thoughts or things that you wanted to our listeners to know about the, about the Arrowhead program. Yeah. So I think um, – there was another uh, question about what they would expect to get out of the program as well. So again, they'll learn how to manage patients in the outpatient setting, such as like routine gynecology visits, um, routine obstetric visits, postpartum visits. PA fellows also will learn procedural skills. We do different simulations and trainings for endometrial biopsies, the IUD insertions and removals. So I've had Paraguard representative come out and the Bayer representative come out for the Marina and the Kailina and those uh, trainings as well. They go through Nexplanon training to be able to insert and remove those as well. And then we encourage and send our PA fellows to a colposcopy training course. So that's once they complete that course, then they're able to do colposcopies as well in our clinics. So typically they'll have like a half day procedure clinic a week where they're kind of practicing their procedures and working on those skills as well. Also through the labor and delivery unit, they'll get, again, postpartum care experience, labor management. They'll be able to be involved in vaginal deliveries and assist in cesarean deliveries. We have a labor and delivery triage area, which is like our mini ER for all pregnant women. It'll we see, you know, any positive pregnancy test and beyond. Whereas I know at some other hospitals, they only see like 20 weeks and above. So you know, they get experience with the early first trimester vaginal bleeding and pelvic pain and all of those. And also they'll have ultrasound experience. So we do training on ultrasound so that they can, you know, perform a limited ultrasound. Mm -hmm. They also work on biometry measurements so that they can get an estimated fetal weight, vaginal ultrasounds, training as well. So 
those are some of the other training things, kind of procedural skills, things that they're expected to learn and and gain throughout the program. Awesome. Thank you for uh, going through all of that. I think it's important to highlight a lot of those things that I know Again, myself and I'm sure many PAs are are like, oh, man, I wish I had more experience in that. And that's that's what your program is there to help with, which is awesome. Is there any anything else that I, I left on the table? Yeah, I would just encourage the listeners to, you know, if they are interested, they can reach out to me for more information. They can, you know, apply at any time. Um, if this is something that they're seriously considering doing, then. Um, hopefully they have like a very strong interest in OB-GYN and um, are just willing to give up kind of like a year to work really hard and to invest a lot of time and effort just into their training. And, you know, we can do anything for a year and this is just temporary and they'll gain, you know, more free time and stuff afterwards. But I think completing the fellowship opens a lot of doors for PAs to work in different areas in the future. If there's anyone interested out there, I just encourage you to just pursue that. And you can always, you know, come out and visit and just see if it's something you may be interested as well. You can visit the hospital or just feel free to reach out with any questions. Um, Again, applying includes um, the application document, which I believe you can find on the website or you can email me and I can send that out as well. And then we ask that you send in your CV or current resume and then three letters of recommendation from any supervising physicians or um, precepting physician assistants, staff at your PA school, just to send all those my way as well. Well, that wraps it up for me. I hope you enjoyed learning more about the Arrowhead OBGYN Fellowship Program today. I want to give a huge thank you to Kayla Witzick for her time and thoughtful responses. I'll be sure to include links to the Arrowhead Fellowship Program and Kayla's contact information on our website, www.the-apog-podcast.blueberry.net. As always, you can listen to the show on APOG's website, www.paobgyn.org. You can also listen to us on Spotify, Apple Music, Stitcher, or anywhere podcasts are found. You can also follow APOG on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn at APAOG to stay up to date on all the cool things that we're up to. And lastly, if you enjoyed this podcast, please be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. It really makes a difference in our visibility and it would mean the world to me. Well, that's it. That's the end of my pandering. Until next time, stay safe, tell someone you love them, and bring a little kindness into the world. Goodbye.